Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. I'm on. Oh, no. Uh, Pat's microphone is under construction this morning. So this is uh, this is good. You want to do the show from over here? You'd be closer to me. Be kind of fun. Have a little like slumber party over here. Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, (laughs) you know what? Actually, Pat Pat's voice is loud enough that if I just kind of lean my microphone in that direction of the room, uh, it actually might uh, yeah it might pick up nicely. But uh, anyway, Rob's in here. Uh, Rob does everything around the building, uh, including audio engineering. So, uh, I don't know. That stinks. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Uh, There must be something unhooked underneath. Yeah, so they they, they actually did cool off the room yesterday. The air conditioner guys were in here. And then they shut us off. And so there was, like, the entire room looked like a crime scene. Uh, They had, you know, plastic sheets everywhere on all of our crap. And uh, it actually did work. It is cooler in here, much more so uh, than it has been. And now you get to sit next to your uh, next to your skeleton friend there. Why don't you have a seat there, and then I'll adjust the camera. How's this? This is uh, good stuff. Corby, you able to get that mic? Okay, perfect. <laughs> you got that? Thanks. Okay. All right, so Rob's uh, adjusting the camera. Pat, welcome to your show. Um, Thank you. I, uh, I love having you closer. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, you like this? It's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, uh, all right, good. Yeah. Well, that's great. <laughs> Any idea what's going on, Rob? No, we're figuring no? this out. Okay. Mm. Is it maybe just a a button's not depressed in there? I don't know. We're not in program. He's going to call the engineer right now. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Okay. Good. All right. Well, welcome. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a weird start to the day. It's a live show. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, uh, <clears throat> I love the fact that the the January sixth stuff. You know, the day democracy almost, almost died. died. Sure thing. Uh, continues to uh, to bear fruit. Texas man who joined the mob <clears throat> that stormed the U.S. Capitol on January sixth was sentenced. Yesterday to 45 days behind bars, even though prosecutors weren't seeking jail time. After the judge blasted comparisons between the riot that day and the Black Lives Matter protests over racial racial justice. Oh, the compare. You can't even compare them. Well, yeah, that that's really true, because the uh, the riots that lasted for eight months were a lot worse a lot worse. Do we have the judge's name? I'd like to look this guy up. Yeah, Judge uh, Tanya. It's a woman. Tanya Chutkin hmm? called it a false equivalence to, quote, compare the actions of people protesting mostly peacefully for civil rights, unquote, to the mob that was, quote, trying to overthrow the government, <laughs> unquote. Mm-hmm. She said doing so ignores the very real danger that the January 6th riots uh, pose a threat to the foundation of our democracy. It's mm. just unfreaking believable. That is an Obama appointee. Oh, there we go. Big shocker there. And thank We're you, back, Rob right? And nice Kobe job, Rob. All right, you can turn this one off. Did the, uh, did the AC guys uh, hook that into the ductwork? Is that what happened? Oh, my goodness. 
Okay, yeah. So that was an Obama appointee that, that's uh, that's saying this. It is a Obama appointee. Uh-huh. I, you got to know that's the that's. I mean, what a surprise! What a surprise! Yeah, took me a while to spell. Chicken. Got to be careful there. Yeah. But uh, yep, so neat. Uh, I can't. I I can't handle this. I just can't <laughs> take it that you. You call it a false equivalence, and it really is, because January 6th was nothing compared to what the nation went through for months on end at the hands of the Black Lives Matter Antifa crowd. The judge's remarks in the case against uh, Matthew Mazzalco of San Antonio came days after another judge in Washington's federal court suggested the Justice Department was being too hard on the January 6th defendants when compared to the people arrested during the protests after George Floyd's murder, which is absolutely accurate, absolutely true, and a, and a totally valid point. Judge Trevor McFadden, an appointee of uh, Trump, questioned Friday why fe- <laughs> federal prosecutors had not brought more cases against those who took part in the summertime protests and said the Justice Department would have more credibility if it was even-handed in its concern about riots and mobs in this city. Yeah. You know, where there was actual yeah. uh, violence, <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. destruction, which there was a level of destruction at the Capitol. Multiple but nothing... police officers killed. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, those buildings, those storefronts, um, some places, police departments were set on fire. No such thing happened at the Capitol. Billions of dollars worth of damage in, in the rioting, the, the Black Lives Matter riots. Billions of dollars uh, in damage. I mean, they burned down in cities, took control of entire sections of major cities in the United States. It was a couple hours of rowdiness in the Capitol building. Chutkin was, yes, as you mentioned, appointed by uh, Obama, said she, was, she flatly disagreed with the suggestion raised by some people that the January 6th defendants were being treated unfairly. In fact, she believes those who joined the pro-Trump mob were being treated more leniently. Pfft. Some of them have been in jail for seven months. Eight months now. <sighs> we're going on the better part of a year they've been in jail. For what? For going into the Capitol building. I mean, if they did break things and steal things or hurt anybody, they should pay the price. But a lot of these people wandered around the Capitol building and then, and then left. Like this guy who got 45 extra days. So it wasn't like, okay, time served. You've been there for seven months. I think that does it. Nope, another 45 days. She noted the vast majority of rioters were not arrested on January 6th, but allowed to return home. And the many defendants like Mazoko were charged only with misdemeanors, despite what she called the premeditated decision oh. to come to the district. She doesn't know that. You don't know. I mean, it's obviously premeditated that they came to the district. You don't know that they were planning to do anything violent. This is despicable. These people are just the worst. And now, you know, they're they're setting up uh, parents that want to speak out against their local school districts. You've got uh, Merrick Garland getting the FBI on alert now, saying, all right, we're going to look into these threats. So don't be going to your school board meetings uh, unless you want to become... uh, Public enemy number one, apparently. 
Well, it's just we're out of control. They're doing everything they can to shut us down. Yes, absolutely they are. If you're on the right, uh, they just don't want to hear from you. They don't want you to speak. They don't want you to have any power. They don't want to hear your opinions. You just sit down and, and shut up. Hell, if you're a, a politician on the left, if you're not far left enough, and your name oh. is Kirsten Cinema or uh, or uh, Mansion Joe Manchin, they don't want to hear from you either. The stuff they're doing to Kirsten Cinema is just outrageous. <sighs> Attacks on her becoming increasingly personal as she faces blowback for refusing to support the massive three and a half trillion dollar budget. Progressives are demanding, alongside the one point two trillion dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill mm-hmm. look at that following her into a bathroom stall are you look at this for real i just and she continues to yap at her and yell at her and talk about this i, I don't know i think this is immigration stuff right yeah yeah well and well she wants her to she makes it clear that i'm an immigrant i can't go back to mexico for my grandfather yes you funeral. can nobody's stopping you from and doing you that. you need to vote for this for our people and by the way no one is stopping her from going back to mexico go yeah just because she's here illegally she's afraid she won't get back that's why <laughs> tells you everything right there. it, it right? does it does <sighs> unbelievable uh so on sunday the video surfaced of of this happening and, um, of course, cinema called it behavior that was not legitimate protest. And I, she's absolutely right. It's unacceptable for activist organizations to instruct their members to jeopardize themselves by engaging in unlawful activities, such as gaining entry to closed university buildings, disrupting learning environments, and filming students in a restroom. Yeah, yeah, there may be a violation of Arizona law there. Uh, and now it's been traced back to George Soros. Surprise! That his group likely funded that group that followed cinema into the bathroom stall there. Oh my gosh. Jeez. <clears throat> oh, Good stuff, right? Yeah. But that's just the way, I mean, that's just protest. Yeah. That's just our public, our vociferous public debate and stuff in America, right? Yeah. Well, Biden was asked about it. He oh. was asked about the harassment of Kirsten Cinema. And uh, here's here's what he had to say about it. He President, really cracked down. I, you're talking about how you have 48 Democratic votes right now. The other two uh, have been pressured over the weekend by activists. Joe Manchin had people on kayaks show up to his boat. T.L. Adam, Senator Cinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that right. those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. No, uh, it does. The, the only people it doesn't happen to are people you. who have Secret Service standing around them. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Wow. Uh, and let's see, The I think it was her fellow, was it her fellow senator from Arizona that uh, was basically uh, trying to justify the actions of these douchebags uh, let's see. Representative Mark Pokin invokes Cinema's choice of handbags when talking about the need for Cinema to show her own spending plan proposal. Are you are you kidding me? Really? Uh, progressives argue that Cinema is one of the biggest players in the battle over reconciliation, and that these tactics are are perfectly uh, fine and respected and. And apparently appropriate. Wow. I I mean, to it's, me, this is just outrageous that anybody would process. justify this stuff. It's part of the process. 
according to Biden, part of the process. Oh my. Arizona State Senator uh, Martin Cazada said, the reality is that they've tried literally, meaning the protesters, they've tried every single legitimate avenue to get a hold of her, to communicate with her, to dialogue with her. And they've been flat out rejected at every turn. And so it makes sense that they would feel like that's their only option at this point. Um, first of all, I really seriously doubt they've exhausted all reasonable avenues for getting a hold of her. You know that's not true. You know they haven't done that. That's garbage. It's not getting a hold of her. It's she hasn't changed her Exactly, mind. right. Yeah, the second thing, even if they have, this still doesn't justify what they're doing to her. And, yes, what they're looking for is to change her mind, and she hasn't changed her mind. Well, I'm sorry, she has a different viewpoint than you do. And no matter what you do, show up in the bathroom, show up at her house, make threats to her, whatever, she doesn't agree with your left-wing agenda. But until, until they do that, uh, they're going to keep up these these kinds of tactics. You know they are. Yeah. They're, because they're absolute douchebags. They're stunned. They are stunned that they are having to deal with what Republicans deal with, and it's you have power, then you better use it. I don't care what your individual ideology is or how you feel about this certain bill. Uh, we need your vote to cram through our agenda. Yep. And if not, we're going to throw a hissy fit. Yeah, we're going to make your life a living hell. We're going to we're going to harass you and your family. Uh, don't dare. I hope you don't go out to dinner because <laughs> we'll be there. Good luck. You ain't kidding. They will. I mean, they will. These are despicable people. Absolutely despicable. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about um, uprising food. Ninety five percent of Americans live in the fiber gap. Over 9 out of 10 people are deficient in fiber. It's one of the most well-studied nutrients of all time. It's a bona fide superfood for most people. Uh, And until Uprising came along, it was nearly impossible to get enough fiber every day because it's completely impractical to hit 30 grams a day uh, for most people. But because Uprising Food uses all these great ingredients that are loaded with fiber and they're delicious... I mean, the bread is, if you love homemade bread, you are going to love this. High quality, and it's really good for you. Only two net carbs per serving, six grams of protein, nine grams of fiber. Uh, They cover paleo diets, Mm. clean keto, uh, simple low-carb, high-fiber, dairy-free, grain-free. They can do all those lifestyles. It's no wonder that actual doctors are getting excited about Uprising. Uprising has made fiber delicious with their patent-pending breakthrough um, in psyllium husk activation, which I've been talking about for how long? How long have I talked about That's psyllium husk, husk activation? Uh, exactly, and I cannot believe that a sponsor <laughs> that has access to that found you. Right. Mm-hmm. It right. worked out beautifully. It's about time. Go to uprisingfood.com. Use the promo code UNLEASHED and get $10 off the starter bundle. It's kind of like a mini trip to the grocery store minus all the unhealthy distractions. And they ship directly to your door. It's uprisingfood.com. Use my code UNLEASHED and get $10 off your order. That 
Gray Unleashed. Mm. I love the part of the process mm-hmm. statement from uh, Joe Biden. I think we have yeah, ourselves it's a part of the process. Show title today, boys. Yeah, part <laughs> of the process. Yeah, you're getting hassled in the bathroom. They're actually coming into the bathroom with you, and who knows, maybe next they'll be coming directly into the stall. That's part of the process. Don't worry about it. Whatever. I mean, we are a nation Mm. that is ruled by radicals. Yeah. And thus radicals in our midst, uh, illegal alien in this case, I'd like to point out, um, are emboldened. And they're basically the foot soldiers for the Marxist agenda that is using Joe Biden as a vessel in the White House. Right. I mean, if if they're not following the, you know, what it was, 13 rules for radicals by Saul Alinsky, mm-hmm. if they're not following that to the letter, to the very letter, uh, then I don't know what else could be going on here. They are, uh, they are following that playbook. And... They don't care who they hurt. They don't, they don't, if you were to apply these tactics to them, if the right started doing this to the left, they'd be out of their minds talking about how threatening this is and how they're getting violent and invading my space and this is illegal. Yeah, yeah. And think, think of how you started the show today, reading about the guy who is serving time and serving more time. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know the specifics of his case. I don't. Yeah. But but in general, the people that are being rounded up from their participation in January 6th, what did they do? They paraded? They walked around the Capitol? Like, yeah. like the people's house, right? Well, they tried to overthrow the government. The th- oh, is that what it was? By they walking to, into uh-huh. the Capitol building. Yeah, because we've seen the heinous security footage. Remember, we just let it roll. Oh, and, do we, can and we show just, that disturbing footage again? Or I, is it too, it's true. Um, it's too violent and too messy. And kids, too, turn away because you don't need to be seeing your seriously. government being, you know, taken down right before your very eyes. At this the, is super graphic at the Capitol. But so, in other words, those people are rounded up and basically in sing sing for all intents and purposes. Uh huh. And and yet uh, this chick follows a, a duly elected U.S. senator into a bathroom. And, and so did the guy that was with right. her. Right. They were both in the, in the women's Effectively bathroom. Effectively filming through the stall. Yeah. I mean, and that's just part of the process, Joe? Screw you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's go, Brandon. <sighs> Apparently Rob doesn't want to show that graphic. Oh, he's making an editorial footage. decision, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. And he does. <laughs> He's like, he's no, like, I can't. I'm not going to. He's like, just, I got your microphone on, bro. Yeah, right. That's, 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 that, right. that's as far as I'm willing to go with this. <laughs> but as for showing that uh, that bloody day, no thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what well, was that? Was it a Tuesday? We need yeah. a, YouTube, a YouTube song on it. Tuesday, <laughs> bloody Tuesday. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so who's going to work on that Tuesday, one? Tuesday, bloody we got a lot of talented Tuesday. people in this audience. <laughs> I so, can't believe the news. <laughs> uh, obviously, we've, we, if you missed it before, yeah. we, it's people walking calmly into the Capitol Says building. Says you, with oh. an agenda. There we go. Nicely oh, done. Look at Rob. that. Look at that. Uh, he decided, okay, I'll show. Since all you're right. going to describe yeah. it, I'll, I'll show the bloody Tuesday <laughs> Look at the scene. blind dude. I mean, he's yeah. got trouble on his mind. <laughs> his friend leading him around. Literally a blind guy. Yeah, look at that. With See, his, he's got his holding his friend's back. Yeah. <laughs> Being led around by his friend. 
you know, you got all kinds of people walking calmly through this little lobby area. Yeah, but the blind guy and his friend, they're headed to the speaker's chambers. They're going to go and take over the nation. <laughs> These people are overthrowing the U.S. government? Yeah. Really? Look at that. But while they're carrying U.S. flags? Well, that guy's got oh, a... Oh, that one. That's a let's go that's Brandon not. flag there. <laughs> let's go Brandon. <laughs> let's go Brandon. Oh, that, that thing, the actual words to that are going through my head like crazy. I, I, that, yeah. So catchy. Uh, uh, and, and, and Corby, our careers are in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> I could slip out at The delay time. button. Uh... All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, by the way, we I think we mentioned this briefly yesterday that the View people mm. are mad at LeBron James because LeBron James isn't doing exactly what they think he should be doing because he's a leftist like they are, and so he should be doing exactly what they want him to do, and that's to tell everybody else in the NBA what they're supposed to do. LeBron James should be demanding. That all NBA players get the vaccine. What's the matter with you, LeBron? Why won't you do that? Why won't you demand that they do what we want them to do? And by the way, LeBron James is vaccinated. Dramon Green from the uh, Warriors is vaccinated. And neither one of them will demand that their teammates do the same thing because they believe in freedom. And that's not good enough. It's not good enough. <laughs> it never is for, no. for these people. Uh, and here they are ragging on uh, LeBron James. Now, here's some stuff that we have to tell you about, because va- vaccination uh, rates are way down. And since 90% of the NBA players Pause have taken a, a shot, basketball... Why are the vaccination rates way down? <laughs> I, I thought of this, too. I know what you're going to say, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be possibly that almost... 80% of us already have the vaccine. In some places. No. In some places. But literally, 77% have at least one shot. According to the the uh, study that I read. Yeah, at least the one shot. Yesterday, right? at least one shot are partially va- vaccinated, partially or fully vaccinated, 77%. It's about 67%, I think. Oh, is it that high? I thought yeah, it was 55. it's really high. Oh, wow. It's really high right now. Because hmm. it's... You know, 200 million people are vaccinated. And so, how much higher are you going to get? You're not going to get to the 97, 98% that Biden talked about. You're just not. Uh, But she continued. In the shot, basketball legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar says the rest of them have to get on board and tell the fans to get on board, too. But one of oh, the well, biggest superstars it, in the game, LeBron James, <laughs> who is vaccinated, doesn't think it's up to him. Take a look. Okay. Everyone has their own choice um, to do what they feel is right for themselves and their family and things of that nature. Huh. Um, I know um, that I was very skeptical uh, about it <laughs> You're all. You're very skeptical. Um, my research and things of that nature. <laughs> I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. I was but very as far as skeptical for everybody about and their individualities it. and things that they want to do. Um, uh-huh. I don't feel like that's my that's not my job. Good. Well, it's kind of funny because if it's kind of not funny. your job, that means <laughs> that some of those folks that would be coming to see you play uh-huh. are not going to come see you play because they can't get in. See, so it see. is kind so? of you. It's not <laughs> your job to tell people what so? to do, but you can suggest. 
that you, you know, you figured out that nobody grew a, a second head or a tail. Third tail. When Get they right. got the got the shot, I mean, I, I don't know why tail. you that would be hard for folks. Pause it for a second. Back in March, he- are they this yes. uninformed? Yes. yes. Really? Yes. Nobody grew a second head. No, not stupid things like that. But we've got a story today. Oh gosh. About a 37 year old woman who died after taking the vaccine. And there are thousands of stories of really nasty side effects. Thousands. Nasty side effects or actual death. More people have died from this vaccine than in all other vaccines combined over the last 20 to 30 years. But but you're a science denier, apparently. I know. For, for pointing that out. I know. I mean, yeah. I am not, and we probably sound like it, I am not anti-vaccine. I'm not. I'm not even anti this vaccine. I'll probably wind up getting it. Hmm. In fact, I'm going to wind up getting it. But you can't force people to take this vaccine. Stop it. And they're not the ones who are trying to kill you if they don't get vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, then you should be fine going out in public, right? Isn't that what the vaccine is supposed to do? It's supposed to get us back to normal. Well, sadly, it hasn't done that, has it? In the first month of a, of a Pfizer vaccination, you're you're uh, 80, 88% protected against the vaccine. So the virus uh, doesn't penetrate people in the first month, uh, at least not 88% of them. After that... It drops all the way down to 47% can still get it, uh, uh, don't get infected. 47%, it goes 88 to 47%. So the vaccine's not even doing what it's supposed to do. Although it does, apparently, even when it's down to 47%, protecting you from the infection itself, hmm. well. uh, it does. It apparently helps with the severity of, it? of the virus. Okay, so... Supposedly. Okay, well, yesterday, Steve Dace, uh, who does the afternoons By the here, way, Steve's going to be on at 7.30 today with us and about talk an about all this stuff. About an hour from now. He tweets this out. It's a, it's a link to a Massachusetts uh, health website. Anyway, listen to this. Massachusetts reported 75 total deaths with COVID from September 18th through September 25th. Elsewhere, in its breakthrough case report, it shows there were 37 additional COVID deaths that same week among fully vaccinated. That means 49% of Massachusetts COVID deaths that week were fully vaccinated. Jeez. Half. That's crazy. But uh, be sure to get that uh, Mm -hmm. vax if you want to uh, go see LeBron James play or keep your job or in some cases in the state of New York claim unemployment benefits after you've lost your health care job because you didn't get vaccinated. Or travel. Or travel. Or see your kid graduate from the armed forces. But according to the peer-reviewed journal The Lancet, okay. the effectiveness of Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine against infection tumbles over several months, huh. peaking at 88%, which they claimed initially was 95%, if I remember correctly, and I do. <laughs> it peaks at 88% a month after receiving the two-shot series. 
to 47% six months later. While the two-dose mRNA vaccine's efficacy against infection wanes, its protection against COVID-related hospitalizations persist, remaining supposedly 90% effective for all coronavirus variants, including Delta, for at least six months. Well, then what after that? Well, we don't know because it hasn't been around long enough, so we don't know. But that's incredible that they claim 95%. It turns out it was only 88% effective. And then after six months, it's only 47% effective. We have asked for 18 months, Pat, as they continue to get everything wrong, whether it's how effective masks are or how effective vaccines are. Why now? Why do you trust them now? Why do you say, oh, now I'll believe what they say as they are demanding you put this chemical in your body? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. No, thank you. I know. I know. Researchers found the Pfizer vaccine's effectiveness against Delta variant infections was 93% after a month, a month after the second dose, 53% four months later. So even the Delta, apparently it's better against the Delta variant than the... Than the normal one? Are we sure? Give it time, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> these these stats will all change. Uh, very quickly, too. Wow. 888-900-3393. Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> All right, vaccination rates. Here was the confusion on that. I keep thinking 67-ish percent that are fully vaccinated. That's the adult vaccination number. That's why I keep getting to that. The adult vaccination rate is 66.2%. For 65 and older, the rate is 83%. Wow. Now, seriously, are you going to get any higher than that? I think even among 65 and older, you're going to have at least 17% resistance on that. People are just leery of the government and things that were thrown together this quickly. More than 212 million people, 64% of the population, have received at least one uh, vaccine dose. So 64% of the population overall is partially vaccinated at least. And 56.4% are completely fully vaccinated. So those those are the numbers. Is it good that you're, I guess, you know, I I don't know. I don't want my immune immune system rewritten by the mRNA shot. I I don't want that. My wife is is, uh, fully vaccinated now, and I keep telling her, well, congratulations, it's rewriting your your DNA even as we speak now. So, Oh, that sounds like a Good fun, luck with that. fun chat. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, and Jimmy Dimples tweets, Facebook being down? Meh. What's WhatsApp out? That's a pity. Instagram away? Wouldn't know. Pat's mic is off. Ah! Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's a, a rough uh, yeah, two minutes a, there. Tough... Start of the show if you missed it. Mm-hmm. The podcast is microphone later. wasn't working. Do we know what happened? Rob um, fixed it. Whatever it was. I think the hamster. Eventually. We had to. Oh, okay. Replace that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, Blood Vol Girl sixty five. 
<laughs> tweets, now's your chance to play all the animal videos. Oh, I missed my Oh, wow, chance. my mic was off. Oh, mm-hmm. opportunity yeah. lost. We got some good ones Dogs there, on a dude. slide, I know. You yeah, keep it, telling me about that. Yeah, there's the dogs yeah, and they the get on a slide. with this stick. Uh, yeah, okay, so you... It's a bird that uses a tool. Yeah, so... That's uh, really incredible. I'm surprised you remembered those. So so you've had those top of mind, like you're going to no, play those I, at like some a, point. Like that, yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. Right there. Let's see if that happens. Right there. Uh, Tyler, RDMP, tweets, uh, Pat's microphone is powered by Facebook's servers. <laughs> that explains it. Just an old whippersnapper? Well, that explains it. All the condensation from the frost caused by the air conditioning shorted out Pat's mic. Yeah, it does feel good in here today. Yeah, yeah, it's be- it's better. Now, the, no question. Yeah, the engineer said that we would be wearing coats in here. Mm, no. Negative. We're not there. Uh, the pickled squirrel. I thought that women were supposed to be free from harassment and stalkers. Right? <laughs> Silly me. Only the right kind of women can be left alone. Yep. Millie the Dope uh, tweets, <laughs> that 1-6 video was awful yeah. and savage. Have those people seen black friday videos <laughs> right yeah that are you know far worse than what we saw there with Ooh. oh look ah! oh my gosh oh my gosh. so disturbing look I mean, at that it's just, the mean, carnage is just uh sickening i mean the two women casually walking through the shot i mean mm-hmm. i that was that was disturbing mm-hmm. yeah I look at people have almost bumped into each other but i mean not quite but almost not quite. bumped into one another yeah uh, someone's carrying a flag. Or a symbol of hate, as uh-huh. you might call the American uh-huh. flag these days. Uh-huh. Thank you. Okay. Oh, another symbol of hate walking through the shot. Wow. Care for that? <clears throat> but this went on for minutes. Yeah. Minutes right. it went on. Uh, very disturbing. Uh, wow. Very frightening. The day democracy, democracy almost died. died. <laughs> they tried to overthrow the government. Right there. Yeah, I don't know that I saw anybody in that shot that I would want, you know, running the government. No, know? I. So I'm glad that they. It's hard to tell. Put the for hammer sure, down but, on those people. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yep. Uh, all right. We have this uh, wonderful comedy routine. Uh, have we ever played a Trevor Noah video? Has Pat, it ever happened in Trevor the history Noah of this show? Trevor Noah is so bad that I didn't even Google to find out what the name of his show was for this sheet here. Well, it's, it's what is it? Isn't is it, it The it, Daily Show? It's The Daily Show. Thank you. Oh, yeah. He took over for John Stewart. Took over for John Stewart. My bad. See? And that's we how haven't much I heard care. from The Daily Show since. What was that? Six years ago? Uh, yeah. This I think is... it was six years ago, 2015. This guy is so bad. It's never good. Even the dumb things he says that are so extreme and left wing and communist related, we don't even. We never. It doesn't even get to this. I. To, to, it doesn't even, even get the attention of anybody. Right, right. And so to set this up, the background is, as you know, we've been playing clips of NBA players who are like, I'm not going to tell my teammates to get the vax. I don't think anybody should be forced. Mm-hmm. And so best I could tell, they did like a mock sports center thing where they're talking about oh, NBA players. And this boy, is going to be hysterical. Hilarity ensues, right? Watch this. Damn, I haven't seen an NBA player this afraid to take a shot since Ben Simmons in the playoffs. This is <laughs> outrageous, Roy. If you want to die, that's your business. But to deprive me of a championship season 
I mean, is this what our society has come to? Yo, I didn't know that you were such a diehard Nets fan. Dude, I've been rooting for them ever since day one of people saying they were going to be good. I'm in it to win it. Let's go Nets. N-E-T-S. Look, man, if you ask me, I think the NBA should mandate that players get vaccinated. I mean, they already make a bunch of young black men live in Utah. Mm -hmm. We really pretending a vaccine is worse than that? That is bad. But you know what the real problem is? A lot of these uh... players don't even seem to understand how the vaccine works. On Monday, Wizard star Bradley Beal had a lot of questions about why he's hesitant to get the COVID-19 vaccine. I would like an explanation to, you know, people with vaccines. Why are they still getting COVID? Huh. Good. If yeah. that's something that we are supposed to highly be protected from. Like, <laughs> it's funny that, oh, it reduces your chances of going to the hospital. <laughs> it doesn't eliminate anybody from getting COVID. Right? Ooh. Ugh. You want to take this or should I? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Look, this dude answered his own question. Yep. Let's just start there. Yep. He asked himself, why take a vaccine that only reduces my chance of hospitalization or death? Well, I don't know. Maybe because the vaccine reduces your chance of hospitalization or death. Do you like being hospitalized, Bradley? He's right, Bradley. Think of the vaccine as shin guards. They won't totally prevent injury to my shins, but they do give me protection. And since I started wearing them, I've only been hospitalized with shin-related injuries like three times. Dude, how do you keep injuring your shins so much? Look, that's between me and all the single mothers out there. It's not help us. Help us. Jeez, what, what, what buffoon. And Noah's not even in that. Yeah, they throw it back to him or something. But is there comedy anymore? Like, is that a thing on TV? Not if you're left wing, because it's more important that you make these ideological points that are extreme and stupid uh, rather than being funny. So what was worse, that or the Stephen Colbert uh, vaccine? Remember you did the dance tequila? And they danced around the studio with the vaccines last week. I think the Colbert thing was worse. It was worse? Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, un poco. Maybe just a little you're, bit. You're on this one? No, no, I think Colbert was worse, yeah. but, but not by much. No, it's close. I mean, because that, that, that took a lot of time to like sit there and Jeez. write out all these funnies. <laughs> and to say the black men... Uh, is there anything worse than black men living in Utah? I thought you'd like that uh, one. What's that about? Uh -huh. What kind of bigotry is that? Right. Oh, but again, to your point earlier, you're on the left. It's not it's bigotry. Fine. It's right. comedy. Right. I'm just laughing, just funning with you. Hey, I'm just funning. <laughs> just we're making fun of you. That's all. It's all in good fun. I've never even been to Utah. I don't know anything about it except there's Mormons there. <laughs> yeah. What was it? They already make black guys live in Utah. Could there be anything worse than that? <laughs> uh, I was a white guy that lived in wow. Third Ward, Houston. Is that a funny line? No. Oh, no. Look at this. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, oh, much, that's, that's freaking embarrassing. Yeah, it's not even close. I stand corrected. He is. Oh, sweet Lord. Jeez, that is just embarrassing. Mm. Here we go. Oof. Wow. All I mean, right. This is our Whatever. society. Mm -hmm. It's crumbling. It's not it's gone. Like we are <laughs> we are off the cliff. At this point, we're just mm -hmm. wily e. coyote. We're just like looking up at the cliff at this point. We're not approaching the cliff. We're not teetering off the edge of the cliff. Meep meep. We're waving goodbye to the cliff. Meep meep. We keep hearing that sound. Meep meep. <laughs> so you know something's about to fall on your head. Yeah, once we get to the bottom, then we're going to think it's over, and all of a sudden an anvil, <laughs> crap.
All right, let me tell you about Built Bars. Uh, this can get you through a day. If you get those hunger pangs like mm. halfway through the day and you can't get away and you're not going to go out to lunch or whatever. Every day, Built Bar is every a part day. of my day. I yes. Love it. <laughs> Built Bars are the way to get through it and, and the way to get through it without adding a bunch of poundage to yourself. Uh, when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're so passionate about all their fa- favorites, like the uh, Rocky Road. People are just raving about it. Uh, they have great flavors. Coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate. I love the salted caramel, the cookies and cream, mm. and there's a lot more. I can honestly say <clears throat> that uh, my family purchases a lot of uh, items that are sponsors of this program. But there is nothing that we have purchased in mass the way that we have purchased built bars. And they're everywhere. I, I mean, we it. keep them in purses and glove boxes at work, at home. Mm-hmm. Love the built bars. And you don't have to feel guilty about eating them because they're only they're only 180 calories or less. Four to five grams of sugar, four to five net carbs, 18 grams of protein. Uh, but you wouldn't know it by tasting them because they're delicious. They're like candy bars. Go to built.com. And use the promo code PAT15 to save 15% off your first order. Promo code PAT15 for 15% off at built.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Speaking of buffoons, uh, Keith Olbermann. Oh, I thought you were going to say a message for a second there. No. Uh, Keith Olbermann loves to get out on his little patio or deck or wherever he is uh, in uh, Central Park. In Central Park. Look at me. I live above the park. Look at this. I am elite. I live, I live in a place you couldn't possibly afford. You little people sicken me. I look down upon you and spit. Uh, and if I live so high up that when my spit gets to the ground, it drives through people's heads. Heads. Oh, wow. That's how fast it's going by the time it gets down from his. I see. From his lofty perch. Uh-huh. Uh, but here he is uh, <laughs> with a message for the unvaxxed. Oh, look at him. He's getting a booster. Booster shot. Mission accomplished. And it is. Who cares? It is time to stop coddling them. The ones who won't get the damn shot already. <laughs> And our first step, you and I, is symbols, the language we use. We call these people vaccine hesitant, vaccine skeptics, anti-vax. We say they're protesting Mm. mandates and passports. They're making a personal choice. They're waiting for more information. They're making a medical decision. They're afraid. (laughs) They're afraid to get vaccinated. Okay. Stop feeding their egos about what they're doing. Stop legitimizing it. Vaccine hesitant, they're afraid. Vaccine skeptics, they're afraid. Anti-vax, they're afraid. They're protesting mandates and passports. They're afraid. What and what are you? Personal choice, they're afraid. Okay, stop. I, I, what is this freaking buffoon? Yeah, and wipe your upper. Uh, I can't. I can't even look at it. It's it so gross. Spittle. God, man. <laughs> Aren't they petrified of us? Right. Uh, aren't they scared out of their minds that anybody might come anywhere near them? And if you're afraid of COVID-19, okay, I'm not going to shame you for that. Get your mm. vaccine or stay at home. I don't care. I'm not going right. to make a video of how could you get the vaccine because you're afraid. This man is so little in so many ways. Jeez. 
How about women who have abortions? Uh, they they're doing it for their reproductive uh, mm. choice. They're they're making a, a choice for their own body. No, they're afraid to carry the baby full term. <laughs> I mean, you can make that c- claim with anything. Yeah, and, and and stupid. If our society is coddling the unvaxed by saying you can't have a job. You can't visit your relative. You can't go to a basketball. If that's coddling, what mm-hmm. does he propose we do next? Yeah. I'm afraid to ask. Where are we on the genocide list now? <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. I don't know. We might be. Well, Should... I think this the next step was actual camps, right? Yeah, it was removing It was moving people. Uh-huh. Yeah, which somebody, you know, has made the case. I think you were out that day. Somebody made the argument that, you know, they're, they're shutting down businesses if you don't uh, follow their mandates. You know, mm-hmm. they're basically taking your property. Uh, you had the you had the Air Force veteran right um, who can't get into her house because of the uh, rent thing from the government. Remember that the yes. the, the uh, edict that came down and said, "Look, you can't kick people out of your house that you're oh, renting." Yeah, and so she can't get access to. So I mean, it's not relocation, but it is a property <sighs> seizure, basically. Yeah, we might be to step eight by now. This is cool. This is close. This is a good day. Pretty close. Yeah. Here we where we got. Let's see. Persecution, beginning of murder, theft, theft (laughs) of property. Yeah. So we're we're starting to flirt with eight for sure. Beginning of murders, theft of property, Mm -hmm. and trial trial massacres. Cool. All right. Yeah, we're getting close to that. All right. We're getting close. (laughs) Meanwhile, yesterday, Fauci said, or the day before, he said something about not going to. Christmas dinner with yeah. families. No, don't spend the holidays with your family. Too soon. <gasps> Too soon to tell. Uh, <laughs> now he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spend it with my family and you should too. Wait, what? Okay, so you flip-flopped on yet <laughs> another issue, <laughs> but this time in one day. Ah, it didn't ah. even take months this time. It's a record. <sighs> Mm-mm. I was asked, what, what can we predict for this winter for like December and Christmas? I say you hold off on that. I said we don't know because we've seen slopes that went down and then came back up. That's not what he said. That isn't what he said. Mm-mm. He said, she said, should you not spend it with your family? And he said, no, you shouldn't. Right? It was too soon. Uh, it's too soon to be looking that far down the road. Right. But his suggestion was that maybe... Maybe we won't again this year. The best way to ensure that we'll be in good shape as we get into the winter would be to get more and more people vaccinated. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that was misinterpreted as my saying we can't spend Christmas with our families, which was absolutely not the case, which is not true. It's, it, do we have that? Do we have what he actually said? We can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell. You know, Margaret, we, it's just too soon to tell. We've just okay. got to concentrating on continuing just to get those numbers down mm-hmm. and not try yeah. to jump ahead by weeks or months and say what we're going to do at a particular time. Let's focus like a laser on continuing like laser. to get those, those cases down. And All we right. can do it Ugh. by people getting okay, vaccinated. He did actually, he actually, i got to give him the benefit of the doubt mm. there. He did actually say it's just too soon to tell. Okay, so he said that, but then... What, 24 hours later, he says, yeah, I'm celebrating. Right. Then it wasn't too (laughs) soon to say he is spending time with his family, and we should, too. That's true. Pat Gray is unleashed. 888-900-3393, also 
Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Petty Officer America tweets, the only funny part about that skit, the Noah Trevor, Trevor Noah, <laughs> whatever his stupid name is, yeah, uh, was the NBA player rolling his eyes trying to follow the circular, circular logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Swank think, notice they took on the Bradley Beal clip, not the Jonathan Isaac one. Mm. Wonder why. Hmm. Uh, from JD, was showing us the vaccine clip. Again, punishment for something we've done. <laughs> Whatever it was, <laughs> tell me so I won't do it again. <laughs> That's funny. DMX DM tweets, comedy today is just leftist propaganda set to a laugh track. Uh, it is in large part, yeah. Rowdy introvert to address Whoopi Goldberg from earlier in the show. Vaccine rates are low right now. Precisely because of the likes of Stephen Colbert, Trevor Noah, and Keith Olbermann. Cringe does not convince. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither does force. And I think you'd throw Biden into that mix as well. Because he is trying to force us into doing something a lot of us don't want to do. And that just makes me more resistant. In fact, I was ready to do this about a month and a half ago. And then, and then he, started, he started mandating everything. I'm like, no, then I'm not going to. <laughs> you're gonna try. You're gonna try to for. You're not the boss of me. I'm not going to. But would a bribe work? A bribe? Yeah. No. Like you know, like a thousand dollars. Give me a thousand dollars, and I'll. They started off with the donuts. Yeah. And then it was like a lottery or free school or something. I don't even know. Have you guaranteed me five million or ten million? I might do it for that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. So because I'm going to anyway. Eventually. You keep saying that. Eventually, <laughs> I know. I do. Okay. I do. You don't sound so sure. Mm, I'm less sure than I have been. Okay. I told you, every time I get close to it, something happens. Mm. It pushes me away. Well, you just need to wait for the right bribe to come along. Maybe, yeah. And then that'll that'll And then that'll push me over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) 888-900-3393. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg reportedly lost $10 billion yesterday over the the Facebook going dark. Yeah. Shut down uh, for what? Six hours, was it? Seven hours? Six hours, I believe, total. So at Facebook and all their properties, Instagram went down, uh, WhatsApp mm-hmm. went down. And then some other site that no one's ever heard of that I had no idea what it is. Uh, and so this was, their, I guess, their biggest outage since 2008. And a much bigger deal now because you've got, what, two and a half billion people on Facebook? Yeah, and you've got uh, public <clears throat> investors, too. And it's interesting because I never hear about Facebook anymore, or rarely. I, I mean, hmm. it just isn't – I don't think it's the force that it once was. Okay. I – do you disagree with that? I'm like you. I don't get on there. I hear about it a lot. I know that our social media teams here push out I don't think out a it's the cool stuff. thing to do, though. It's yeah, like Twitter kind of took over for Facebook. Yeah. Well, like. Instagram. Uh, and Instagram. Definitely with yeah. more photos and stuff like that. But they bought Instagram knowing that that was going to be the wave of the future, and mm-hmm. that was probably a smart move for them. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this tweet from uh, Amy What's-Her-Face, who's a padhead, who's actually my guest this week uh, over at, at The Mike Show, Com, but Amy oh. sent this tweet out. With Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram down, oh no, 
I just realized that people may begin to flood Twitter with pictures of their kids and memes that an infant could make because they've nowhere else to put them now. So we're bracing for y'all over at Twitter yesterday. But yeah, uh, it's kind of ironic, don't you think, that uh, 60 Minutes Sunday night? You have the whistleblower coming out, and she's going to testify in front of the Senate today. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she's wanting... About what Facebook knows about Instagram well, and the, that they're still pushing it on teen girls and that kind of thing? Is it? Yeah, there's, they want more more um, uh, yeah. control. I mean, they want to be um, silenced more. I'm trying to think of the right word here. Uh, but yeah, so it's... Uh, it, I, this could be a setup. Who knows? But uh, it's just kind of odd that a whistleblower comes out on Sunday night and Monday afternoon. Mm-hmm. They lose access to all of their servers uh, something was being wiped strange yeah it's really weird mm. uh huh hmm huh yeah yeah and then Put- that makes some sense yeah i guess putin threatened to hack facebook or something so now that's kind of did he in play is it yeah i <laughs> I think they were uh, purging uh, some information. That's uh, my that's yeah. my humble take here. That could be. Mm-hmm. I would not put that past them. Uh, by the way, employees of Louisiana's largest hospital system could lose more than 5% of their annual paycheck to totalitarian vaccine mandates, even if they themselves are vaccinated. Wait, didn't Keith Oberman say we got to stop coddling them? Yeah, we are. This is coddling them. We're not coddling them. Them okay. anymore. Oh, we're not now. Okay. No. After inst- instating a vaccine mandate for all registered employees, uh, Louisiana Healthcare System, is it Oshner Health, will fine its employees, nearly 32,000 of them. They're going to fine them $100 per pay period for having an unvaccinated spouse. Yeah. For an unvaccinated spouse. Are you kidding me? Wow. Coddling. Look at that. Just all yeah, that coddling. Just out of control. Coddling. coddling. Oshner Health announced a COVID vac- uh, COVID-19 vaccine mandate for its registered physicians, providers, and employers in August. They have to be vaccinated by October 29th or lose their jobs. But not only that, mm-hmm. now your spouse has to be vaccinated as well or you're going to be fined $100 per pay period. That's unbelievable to me. It's madness. It's madness. It's like... How is that even legal? Well, you've got a president who... uh, Wow. Remember, uh, what's his name? Old man Joe said, hey, you know, if you have more than 100 employees, Uh, you better mandate this. Fine. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. The reality is the cost of treating COVID-19, particularly for patients requiring intensive inpatient care, expensive and we spent more than nine million on covid care for those who are covered on our health plans over the last year so they think because if your spouse is on your health plan then they're able to fine you if they're not vaccinated do they they do yes they do (laughs) the spousal covid vaccine fee oh jeez you could stick this up your rectal cavity right up your rectal cavity what is it the coat what was it the COVID vaccine the fee? Spousal what? COVID vaccine fee. Oh, that's not even a fun that's acronym. Not, no. <laughs> yeah, it that's right. Yeah, they should have this is worked madness. a little harder on and that. See, this, is, this is such an impossible position that you're putting Americans in. And by the way, we are, can we just say it? We're just America in name only at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay? We are. This is madness. 
So do you do you say on principle I'm just not going to keep this job or my spouse isn't going to get this just because we don't want the vax? Okay, are you going to find some way to fool the system which is giving them the powers that be uh the enforcement powers and making it seem like you're okay mm-hmm. with this mm-hmm. or do you have to do what so many people are doing and being forced when they don't want to to roll up their sleeves and take this shot you mentioned the 37 year old mom earlier i mean the circumstances under which she got the jab there and died from it it's just it's heartbreaking and it is absolutely the opposite of what this country was founded on it is it really is I mean, I don't, I, what do you do? Do you just, do you stage a walkout? I guess that. To, I mean, France has been in the streets every weekend for the last four and a half months. I, I, I don't see much going on here. A couple of protests in New York City because of the vaccine passport requirement there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. The woman you were talking about, uh, Jessica Berg Wilson, exceptionally healthy and vibrant 37-year-old young mother with no underlying health conditions died from COVID uh, vaccine-induced thrombotic uh, something or other. Yeah. Uh, she did not want to get vaccinated, but was essentially forced into it. And she's got these two little girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, Look at that. It's a so beautiful family. Look at that. And Jessica's greatest passion was to be the best mother possible for Bridget and Clara. Nothing would stand in her way to be present in their lives. During the last weeks of her life, however... The world turned dark with heavy-handed vaccine mandates. Local and state governments were determined to strip away her right to consult her wisdom and enjoy her freedom. She'd been vehemently opposed uh, to taking the vaccine, knowing she was in good health and of a young age, and thus not at risk for serious illness. In her mind, the known and unknown risks of the unproven vaccine were more of a threat. But slowly, day by day, her freedom to choose was stripped away. Her passion to be actively involved in her children's education, which included being a room mom, was once again blocked by the government mandate. Ultimately, those who closed doors and separated mothers from their children prevailed. And it cost Jessica her life. Cost her children the loving embrace of their caring mother. And it cost her husband the sacred love of his devoted wife. It cost God's kingdom on earth a very special soul. That is really sad. That is that's really hard horrifying. Jeez. It's just it, it, she was forced into this decision so that she could be with her kids in their school. A local government in Seattle, Washington <clears throat> forced her to do this. This is not mm. America. America in name only. It's really sad. Really really sad. 888 um, on a on a happier note, though, the uh, Dr. Fauci documentary is making yeah. it to Disney uh, tomorrow, I believe. Oh, it's going to be on uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Tomorrow. Oh yes! Yeah, isn't that great? Finally. So, back I... up the tragedy with with some good news here. <sighs> Directed by Emmy winners John Hoffman and Janet Tobias for National Geographic documentary films, the feature film follows America's top infectious disease expert as he navigates the nation through the COVID-19 pandemic mm. while also shining a light on his family life and longtime career. Mm. 
Yay! Yes! Yes! <laughs> Yay! You know, we thought The Mandalorian was worth having uh, Disney Plus for, but no, no, it's this. This is what we've been waiting this for on Disney. Been this wait- is exactly what we've needed on Disney. I keep saying there's... <laughs> There's not enough yeah. really good new yeah. material. Well, here we go. There you go. Uh, bam! <laughs> bam. You got the Fauci documentary. Oh, what an egomaniac. Oh you know gosh. he loved every second of this camera following him around crap. Plus, this was released in theaters and didn't make the top 50. Oh, that's right. That's if you remember correctly. And the number 50 movie had made $127. I'm so glad you remember that. $127. Oh my. So this was three weeks after its release. Yes. Uh, so I mean, they won't they won't say how much it's made. I think they're they're not even reporting mm. the numbers uh, to any of any of the you know movie sites it's that report probably this stuff because the numbers so big they're it wouldn't so fit big, on the screen. And they're embarrassed it's by like, it. It's, it's so big they're embarrassed by their riches. Yeah, yeah. It's like where you get an. <laughs> You get the E at the end because on the calculator, right. error because there's just so many numbers can't calculate into the trillions. Shoot, sorry, can't you know do how it. there's been times where we're like, man, Fauci's been laying low. We haven't seen him in a while, and we're like, man, good. I just mm-hmm. hope that he just stays laying low. And then a few weeks later, he'll pop up and just blah 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 and make the rounds again. He was busy on this stuff, right? Former President George W. Bush. Bill Gates, Bono, former National Security Advisor Susan Rice, National Institutes of Health Director Dr. Francis Collins, and key AIDS activists appear in the 104-minute film alongside the definitive epidemiologists, family, friends, and former patients who also provide more personal commentary about the man, his personality, and what makes him who he is can't wait. Can I come over and watch it on the big uh, screen? At your we sure roads. It's like an event between though. our homes. Well, we'll get a road built Dang. because this is an event, and we have it to is. It, we have to experience this. Fauci debuts on Disney Plus tomorrow. Ah, I can't wait. I just, I'm giddy with excitement on that. So, so like if it drops like tonight at midnight. <sighs> oh, what, what time are you gonna watch? Uh, twelve oh one. Yeah. We can watch it on the way before we come into work. Right. I'll just show up at your house at 12.01 okay. tonight. Yeah. Right? We'll, we'll see you there. I got to figure out how to get there, though. Right. I'm, I'm going to find your house. Probably have to do a, uh, I don't know, a helicopter or something. I'll figure it out, dude. Mm, all right. I'll fi- this is worth it. This is... It the, really is The Fauci it. dock mm-hmm. is totally worth me <laughs> forging away through the trees in the forest to get to your place. I mean, nobody watched this thing. Even though he's a hero to the left... Uh, he's the savior of the American people. The, still, nobody was interested enough to go to a stupid documentary. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Omega XL. If you're in pain, uh, then and you've tried many, many different things to try to relieve that pain and nothing has worked, let me recommend Omega XL. Give it a try because uh, it's all natural. It's not a drug that you're going to become addicted to or your body dependent upon, and it actually does work. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research, and it attacks inflammation. It has an off switch for the inflammation. Once you get rid of the inflammation, then the pain goes away. Uh, This worked for me, and I was really skeptical at first. I just didn't think, man, nothing has worked on this. Um, But after a week, the pain in my elbow started to uh, subside, and then after two weeks, it was just gone and hasn't hasn't returned. So 
Give it a shot. It could be a life changer for you. To get you started, when you go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat and you buy your first bottle, they're going to throw in a second one for free. You buy one, you get one free at OmegaXL.com slash Pat, or you could call too. 800-844-4888. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Okay. All right. Uh, welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, we got Steve Dace coming up. Steve's, I think, probably just about as excited as we are about the new Fauci documentary on Disney Plus tomorrow. <laughs> so maybe we can all watch it together. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, you know he's thrilled. Oh man, we got to do a mystery science theater. If he doesn't have Disney Plus, you know he's getting it today, so he can watch the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Because he probably couldn't find it at his local theater. That was my problem with it. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, wow. Yeah, so it was you nowhere actually, near me. It was playing nowhere near me. So you me. actually looked for it in the oh, theaters. Yeah. It, extensively. I did an exhaustive search. Oh, we should have. Uh, you should just have, could not find it. You should have put me on the case. I should have. I should have. I, I regret that I didn't. And then we could have gone yeah, and had right? a good time. Oh, man. Would have been fun. Would have been so much fun. Yeah. Next time you be sure to say, hey, Keith. Mm-hmm, I will. Find that movie. And I'll then, be sure to do that. Because we love Fauci. By the way, uh, pregnant Jennifer Lawrence is out protesting on behalf of abortion. These people have no self-awareness at They're all. They're the worst. They're the absolute worst. She's uh, she's expecting her first child with her husband, Cook Maroney. Joined left-wing comedian Amy Schumer <sighs> over the weekend to march in support of a woman's right to terminate a pregnancy. The Hunger Games actress showed off her noticeable baby bump while in attendance at the Rally for Abortion Justice oh my gosh. in Washington, D.C. on Saturday. The demonstration was one of many across the country aimed at protesting what abortion advocates are deeming the unprecedented attack on reproductive rights occurring in the United States. You know that baby inside her womb had to be sweating bullets. No kidding. That thing. Jeez. The string of demonstrations came a month after Texas passed the law prohibiting abortion procedures after, uh, you know, the heartbeat is detected, which typically occurs six weeks into a pregnancy. Schumer, a well-known advocate for progressive politics, documented the duo's attendance at the rally. I don't have a uterus, and she's pregnant, but we're out here. Okay. Wait, what? Good. Yeah. Uh, Amy Schumer doesn't have a uterus? What? Why? I don't know. Did she have a hysterectomy? Is that what Must be. Maybe. Huh. I mean, I've never, I've never Googled Amy Schumer uterus before. And I'm Why don't a, you do it and see what comes up? Oh, <laughs> I don't have a yeah, uterus she and she she's did. pregnant. She had a hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. Do we know why? Was it brought I on by some health condition or Amy what? Schumer. I know, but that's interesting. Okay, let me find out. In the post... Uh, Schumer can be seen holding a poster that says abortion is essential. While uh, Jennifer Lawrence displays a handwritten sign saying women can't be free if they don't control their bodies. Uh, But the rest of us certainly can be if we have to get a a vaccine, if we're forced into getting a vaccination, I'm sure. Right? Mm. That doesn't hamper your freedom at all. Mm Mm-mm. 
Several female Hollywood celebrities applauded Schumer's post with supportive messages in the comments section. That's so great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, so, I, um, I can't believe it. Amy Schumer had um, endometriosis. <clears throat> oh, okay. And so, so uh, it was brought on by a disease. Tissue of some sort. was growing outside of there. But okay. I kind of want to go back to uh, what's uh, what's pregnant chick there? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. What's her uh, partner's name? The most unattractive, attractive person in Hollywood, perhaps. <laughs> What's her uh, partner's name? His his name is Cook. Cook, yes, Cook Maroney. Okay, well, hold on a second. Are C-O-O-K-E. you C O O K E? Cook Maroney. Okay, it kind of feels like you're you're saying mm-hmm. you're I'm gonna saying what? you're gonna grow up to be a cook whether you want to or not, right? <laughs> you're kind of pigeonholing him into a career choice. Sort of. Yeah, it's weird. Unless know. you pronounce it Cookie. I don't know. Maybe they want. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that maybe a... it's Cookie Maroney. Let's do that. <laughs> So tell me, so Cookie Maroney was at this uh, yeah. protest too? Uh, doesn't No, he was not. He wasn't? No, I don't think he was supporting his wife. No. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's despicable of him. Shame on Cookie. Why weren't you out trying to make sure that, a ba- that babies can continue to be murdered in this country? Right? Why? Why? What's your problem, Cookie? Come Why? on, man. Golly. Cookie, get out there with her. Maroney? Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, it's just sad. It's just sad because they all, they have to ruin it for us, don't they? You just don't even want to look at them anymore. You don't want to, you don't want to watch their movies. You don't want to hear about their stupid thoughts. I, I don't want to hear anything about them anymore. I, and there's just no escape from it, though. You, you can't escape it. Yeah, but uh, you don't want to hear about Cookie Maroney growing up in Vermont? No. Okay. Well, Cookie Maroney, I don't really have that big a problem with Cookie Maroney. Yeah. Uh, it's it's his stupid wife that bothers me. Well, congrats to them. They got married, huh? I guess. It's a rare thing in Hollywood, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Uh, 888-933-93. All right, coming up in a minute, uh, we've got Steve Dace, who's going to talk to us about this uh, Fauci situation. We're all excited about the, uh, the documentary on Disney Plus tomorrow. <laughs> We've been in a Fauci situation in this country for decades, definitely in the last year and a half. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah. he, you know, he wrote the great book Fauci and Bargain, yeah, which is required reading for my children who are homeschooled. And now he's added to it. Yes, right. There's a new a chapter. Booster. Fauci and Booster. The Fauci and Booster. <laughs> Good job with that. Excellent. Yeah, we'll get to that uh, coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah! Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Joined by Steve Dace, uh, who hosts... The afternoon show. Well, okay, it's afternoon in the Eastern time zone. Uh, But it starts at 11, right after Glenn, in the Central. Right here on The Blaze. Mm -hmm, Right here on The Blaze Radio and Television Network. Steve, welcome. Morning, Pat. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Absolutely. Um, So you uh, wrote a book, was it last year? The Fauci and Bargain? And earlier this year. Earlier this year. Okay. And now uh, you've got an additional chapter, the Fauci and Booster. <laughs> uh, you are probably as big a fan of uh, Dr. St. Fauci as, as, as we are. 
And so uh, I wanted I wanted to talk to you about you know his uh, continued uh, nightmarish guidance of America during this COVID nineteen scam, and uh, also about the vaccine, which now Rochelle Winlinsky has admitted doesn't really stop you from from contracting the virus. Uh, so. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us about this new chapter first of all. Well, Fauci and Booster, you know, if you if you go back and read Fauci and Bargain, Pat, we we decided to stop at the vaccine rollout just simply because there was no real no real data yet okay. uh, to analyze. Yeah, and so we figured it would it would maybe take a year uh, to get that data. If, if when Fauci and Bargain came out at the end of March, if, if I had gone online on Facebook and Twitter and said, you know, I predict that these things will lose efficacy so fast, you'll all get, you, they'll be talking about third boosters by Labor Day. Mm. I'd have been either suspended or banned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yet here we are. Yeah. And, and, and what's, what's fascinating to me, and this has been the pattern, Pat, this entire, this entire scamdemic, this has been the pattern in that the virus is very real. All of their policies are fake unless they're right. specifically devised for authoritarian endgame because none of them work. And the more they don't work, we saw this with lockdowns and masks last year, the more it was clear they don't work, lockdown and mask harder. You're seeing the same pattern now with the vaccines. Mm-hmm. The more and more they lose efficacy, if you go look at the data trend lines for these vaccines until about the 1st of August, when, which is about two weeks of the incubation period after Delta became the ascendant strain, they have just frankly collapsed since then. Well, so when they were working great, no one was talking about mandates in April or May, but the minute that they started collapsing, suddenly now they've got to mandate it, okay? And, mm-hmm. and so we decided to add a bonus chapter because there's just not a lot of places people felt they could go for objective information. Uh, and, 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 and we don't believe a constitutional case will matter. Uh, we think that the people that largely govern us, whether Republicans or Democrats in power, are operating in a post-constitutional era, like a post-Christian one. So citing certain, co- I mean, case in point, they're citing this Jacobson precedent from 1905, which was actually about the Massachusetts State Department of Health and also was dealing with, with you know, viruses like smallpox that had a 30 percent case fatality rate into the 20th century far more serious than what we're dealing with now. So far we more. wanted to make a moral and ethical case based on what was pronounced after the trials of Nuremberg when the Nazis mass uh, uh, experimented on millions of people, as we're doing now. And there's things you're going to learn in Fauci and Booster that I don't think a lot of people know. For example, there was no major big pharma corporate investment in messenger NRA technology until 2008. Uh, this is the first time we've done mass injection of this sor- sort of technology uh, into people in world history. And we decided just to go ahead and throw caution to the wind and let's put it in 5.86 billion people and see what happens. Jeez. That, these, that these things absolutely operate different than any previous vaccine technology. They may turn mm-hmm. out to be superior. We just don't know that. And, and that the vaccine maker that has produced the product with the highest amount of antibody response, Moderna, had never pre- uh, previously successfully brought a product to market, Pat. They were 0 for 9, in- oh including gosh. a product just weeks before COVID-19. That was the first time that they had advanced to even mass human trial 
and it failed so miserably. Merck, maybe the biggest big pharma company in, a, in the country, they glommed on to Operation Warp Speed right away. And then they could not come up with a vaccine whose efficacy justified the side effects, and they bowed out. See, there's a lot of things here I think people wow. don't know that they deserve yeah. to know in order to make an informed consent. Well, you talk about the efficacy. Um, I've got a story that came out just today about Pfizer and BioNTech uh, talking about their infection levels tumbling. From, they were uh, at a peak of 88% effective mm-hmm. a month after receiving the two-shot series. And, and then after six months, they're down to 47% efficacy. That, I mean, that is unbelievable. You. And that's what they're telling you. <laughs> you know, two weeks ago, uh, Gilead came out with a study that showed remdesivir, which is a garbage drug, never worked for anything. It's been known to cause renal failure. There was a study done at mm. the University of Iowa just uh, in July in my backyard. They put it in their university hospital. And what they found is when it wasn't working, it was actually prolonging hospital stays. Oh so Gilead comes out with an independent study on remdesivir that shows, hey, this thing, this thing will really, really reduce hospital stays and, you're in, in, and having to get hospitalized. They did all the studies themselves. They all self-reported. And oh, by the way, here's what they didn't tell you. Uh, for a drug that supposedly keeps you out of the hospital, the only way you get remdesivir is to go to the hospital. Uh, so they left that little part of it out. <laughs> of their report. And and this has gone on this entire time. All these numbers and stats you've seen, because these are all emergency authorizations, these things usually they can take up to 10 years for full FDA approval the, the, because right. they vet all these things. None of this has been vetted. It's all been self-reported. If you get these vaccines, and, and I'm not here to dissuade you from getting them, I'm here to help you make an informed choice. You need to know you are part of an ongoing, real-time human experiment. Mm. You need to know that these things, with increasing strains, they're losing efficacy in weeks or months. You will not just get this one time to satisfy your employer. You are going to be part of an ongoing booster program again and again and again. You may be okay with that, but you should be told that. Exactly. Yes, the, the this third booster shot is just the beginning because obviously this thing is not permanent. And Canada's so why would the third one be the be-all and end-all? Yeah, see, Canada's already ordered four years' worth of booster shots, Canada has, from oh Pfizer. Oh, my gosh. That is yeah. absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Oh, this isn't going to end anytime soon, and you're going to have to <sighs> repeatedly Here's get a why. booster to be a citizen in good standing. Yes. Which it's is unconstitutional. It's not an immunization. I, I think what right. we're learning here is a lot of people, when they hear the term vaccine, they think of when we were kids, if you're Gen X or older, and, and, the, and the traditional vaccine cocktail mm-hmm. that you got to go to public school or yep. that I had to get updated to do a mission trip to Haiti a few years ago. All right. Yeah. And, and instead, you don't pay attention like my local drugstore here in Des Moines uh, last fall had a sign for the shingles vaccine. And it says, and the sign said right there in the parking lot, the new and improved shingles vaccine. So does that mean that the other one was crappy and didn't work? <laughs> and I think people don't understand that when they, when, like, they still think it's the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. And so when they hear the term vaccine, they think they're getting an immunization, that they're not going to get something. And what, what's happened is this term has been redefined. It's been redefined at the CDC level, at the corporate level, yep. and it's now defined as anything that lessens symptoms as a therapeutic is now considered a vaccine. 
And I think a lot of people are shocked to be seeing the amount of numbers of breakthrough cases. Massachusetts is now reporting that the final week of September, 49% of their deaths were fully vaccinated. Connecticut reported earlier in Mm. September, one third of its hospitalizations were fully vaccinated because I think people thought they were getting an immunization and they weren't. Well, and and what we're being told is, okay, right, it's the efficacy is not there as far as preventing you from from being infected with this virus. But you're not going to get it sick and you won't be hospitalized. Well, that's not true either. It's not true. It's still here's my concern. My concern is we have what is called a leaky vaccine. And I work with a proud anti-vaxxer. My employee, Todd, is one of those. Okay, and so we've had these conversations for years and years and years. And I've got a large contingent of so-called anti-vaxxers in my listening audience. And God bless them. They're they're living through the greatest case for their belief system of all time (laughs) right now. It's hard to argue against them. Okay, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of them are kind of rooting for this to be a leaky vaccine. That's the worst case scenario. And here's why. If it is really a leaky vaccine, and I'll, I can explain that if you want, if, if it's really a leaky vaccine, they're not going to stop the mass vaccinations. And so what happens when you get a leaky vaccine is it's a little bit like when you're out on the open sea with a leaky boat and, and, one, and it springs one hole and you plug it. And you spring another hole and, and you plug it. All right. You don't have another boat to get into. You're sort of trapped. So yeah. you just keep closing up holes even in staying in the boat, even though the boat obviously is insolvent. And, and if they're going to continue with mass vaccinations with a leaky vaccine, what's going to happen? And, and I fear for what's going to happen here up north. We saw this with just the Sunbelt wave where, where you all live. August of 2021 was deadlier for both COVID and overall mortality than August of 2020 was. And, yeah, that's and so incredible. my fear is they're making these, that, that the variants will get increasingly worse. And they'll put you in a situation that if you don't have any form of natural immunity whatsoever from a prior infection, what happens if they don't stop mass, mass vaccinating with this leaky vaccine, they're going to put a gun to everybody's head. And they're going to make it because this thing's going to get, continue to get worse. And if you don't have any natural immunity at all, you're really going to be cornered and trapped here. And that, that's, mm. that's my fear of what is going on. One of the really scary stats uh, fr- from your your update on the Fauci and booster is that here in the United States <clears throat> where we've got over 75% of adults receiving at least one dose of the vaccine we mm-hmm. still had a 324% increase in cases uh, that's yeah. incredible yeah that's 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 what a leaky vaccine looks like mm. and so there are two kinds of vaccines in vaccinology there's what's mm-hmm. called a perfect vaccine and the way that that works, to put it in, the, in grade school terms, me and everyone else can understand this early in the morning, is that when your body recognizes, the, when, the virus, when the body recognizes the virus, all right, it repels it with the antibodies that a vaccine produces. Mm-hmm. In a leaky vaccine, what happens, and, and there have been examples of this, it's sometimes it's referred to as Merrick's disease, there's been a couple of other leaky vaccines in history, what happens is when your body recognizes the virus, then in, in a leaky vaccine, it binds it. And so we see evidence of this. Um, our CEO, Tyler Carden, sent me a, a study from two of the biggest counties in Wisconsin about two weeks ago. And, what they, and they looked at the viral loads of those who had, had been vaccinated and those who had been unvaccinated. And what they found was when the vaccinated tested positive in two of Wisconsin's largest counties, 
they actually had a slightly higher viral load than those who were unvaccinated did. That's Jeez. evidence of binding, meaning that when, meaning that your body doesn't doesn't repel it. It starts attracting these uh, the virus. It, it binds it more. It creates a higher oh. viral load. And you end up with the very asymptomatic spread we all feared last year that turned out to be the biggest canard of this, except it's the vaccinated who are the asymptomatic spreaders. Oh, my God. Sometimes in the anti-vax movement, this is called vaccine shedding. Okay, Mm -hmm. but this is a result of leaky vaccines and the data. There's plenty of data out there that at least warrants that this continues and if it or that this should be further investigated. And Pat, if it continues then you end up with a very serious phenomenon called antibody-dependent enhancement, or ADE. Right. And, and this is where right. now it, the, we, just, we just create the virological equivalent of a, of a circular firing squad. <sighs> we have to keep vaccinating because the virus gets worse, but the more we vaccinate with these leaky vaccines, the worse the virus gets. So and, uh, to me, we've got to go back to natural immunity and get an actual immunizing, Salkian type of vaccine, or there's no way out of this. So, Steve, you just mentioned our CEO, Tyler Carden, who has, you know, been very uh, vociferous on social media. He has said that there's no way he's going to enforce these kind of mandates where, you, you know, Joe Biden says, make sure your employees are vaccinated. So here's my question for you. What are you telling your audience as far as uh, people that are being told by their bosses, by their employers, their companies they work for, you better get this shot by such and such date or mm-hmm. you're out of a job? Like, what is your message? Because this is and this is insane what we're up against here. It's it's literal apartheid is what it is. And and Keith, here's the thing. If these things don't stop transmission and they don't, um, that's the all the whole population epidemiological numbers show that we had almost three over three million more cases in August of 2021 than we had in August of 2020 when no one was vaccinated. And, and, and Rochelle Walensky, as Pat said earlier, admitted on CNN back on August 6th, they don't stop transmission. So if they don't stop transmission, then what is the medical and ethical justification for mandating a vaccine? This is purely now a personal decision. Um, this is this is really just about what risk are you willing to take? Are you willing to, t- to risk the adverse side effects of these vaccines or you're willing to take your chances with the virus? But the idea that you would walk in um, unvaccinated as some mass asymptomatic super spreader at an event just simply isn't true. If anything, it's the other way around. So there's no medical or ethical justification for mandating these at all. We're talking to Steve Dace, who hosts our uh, afternoon show here on The Blaze. Starts at 11 Central, uh, 12 o'clock Eastern, and wrote the the book, uh, The Fauci and Bargain, and now has an an addendum to to that book. Uh, Steve, do you you think this is about, is it about uh, control? Is it it about money? Yes. Both? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's very little. There's very little here that's about a virus. And the fact that they that we're sitting here in 2021, mm. now, Pat, I grew up asthmatic. I was in and out of hospitals all the time as a kid living in Florida. OK. Mm-hmm. And so I know a lot about respiratory viruses. I've lived with one and respiratory infections. And the idea that in the year 2021, until until they came out with remdesivir, which doesn't work in October of last year, we told people for eight months that if you get test positive for a respiratory virus in 2020, because we're out of copper bracelets and leeches, the best we could possibly do <laughs> is send you home to isolate. And if you have a symptom, the symptoms, no symptoms in 10 or 14 days, go home, go back. 
if you get so bad, come to the ER, we'll put you on, to vent, on a ventilator. It's just garbage. They killed people. They killed thousands of people right. with that. Yeah. They're still doing it now. The denial of early treatments, uh, the data on hydroxychloroquine as a cocktail is good. The, da- the, the, the data on ivermectin is even better. And yet they've continued to deny these. The one big pharma early treatment that works, the, the Regeneron, the monoclonal antibodies, most people had not even heard of that, even though it saved Trump's life back in October, probably, mm. of last year. Most people hadn't even heard of it until Ron DeSantis made it portable in his state. Yeah, 70% decline. They tried to, yeah, then they tried to discredit mm. it. And then when they couldn't discredit it, now, like all Marxists do, they want to ration it. I don't know what other solution to come to other than, you know, it's Occam's razor time. They're literally trying to kill people. I, I've, I've held off for a year just saying that out loud. And I am just saying it out loud now because I don't know what the other option is to continue to deny these early treatments. At first, you could have said, well, they, the, they want to get more people vaccinated. And if they don't, if they promote early treatments, then they, people won't get vaccinated. And that's what they really need. Except they're still doing it while the vaccine data collapses. So then tell me what the new benign explanation for that is. I don't know. And they're doing such an effective job at deflecting all the blame from them and right back onto anybody who's not vaccinated. Those of us who have resisted the, the vaccine and uh, just want to take our chances, frankly, and don't understand why if you've been vaccinated, you're so damn afraid of the rest of us, leave right. us alone. And they've done a, a really effective job of turning the American people against themselves. Because they do the same thing on race, they do the same thing on ethnicity, yep. they do the same thing on class and poverty. It's the same game plan from all the same people. I've had people over the years ask me, you know, Todd mentioned Todd earlier, has been my assistant now for six years. People ask me all the time, are you worried you have an anti-vaxxer working for you? And they, well, I've sat next to Todd almost every weekday for the last six years. And you know why I'm not worried? Wait for it. Wait for it. Because I'm vaccinated, that's why I'm not worried. <laughs> if I got vaccinated, and, I, and if I got vaccinated, and I had to be mm-hmm. worried about poor Todders and his four daughters and wife. Well, your vaccines kind of just suck at that point, and right. I got bigger problems. Right. So this is this is really an admission that you don't believe in your vaccines. It also, I think, mm. is a cultic mentality. Mm-hmm. You take yes. the same risk I did, or you're a terrible person. Do the same things I do, or you're a terrible person. This is the same mentality you saw in ancient Israel in the Valley of Ben-Hinnom when thousands of people were waiting in line to throw their babies into the fire to Moloch. And if one or two people mm. were like, you know, I seem to recall Moses telling us not to do stuff like this. I think I'm going <laughs> to bow out. The rest of the line looked at you and said, hey, if you don't go through with this, our crops will fail next mm-hmm. spring. Okay? Yeah. Same mentality yeah. you're dealing with here. Boy, it sure uh, So is. what's next for America? Where, where do you see us five, ten years from now, man? I don't know that I see an America on this path five or ten years from now. And I'm not being hyper- hyperbolic. <laughs> I, I got you. I'm not. I'm not. I, I think that we have a very limited window. The good news is more of our people are waking up than ever before. The bad news is I still don't think most of them truly understand the level of confrontation it is going to take mm-hmm. and uncomfortability they're going to have to be able to get comfortable with in order to undo this. You won't be able to vote your way out of it. You can't just sit there and wait to have Mitch McConnell Senate Majority Leader again next year and do nothing <laughs> for you. You, can't, you don't have three years to wait for Trump to get to run again. Hell, he's 80. Who knows if he even lives for three more years at that age? You don't even know that. The time is actually now. And yeah. the answer is us. Yeah. And we have to start mass defiance, mass refusal, 
people need to need to need to essentially every peaceable means necessary of civil disobedience. It's time to practice that now. And that's really scary because those of us on the right are just not comfortable and not used to doing that. Right. That's just right. not in our in our DNA. We just don't, we don't do it. And so we're going to have to. We're going to have to change, and we're going to we're going to have to. Uh, so I, I hope we're up to the challenge. I, I really do. I hope and pray we're up to the challenge. Fauci ever going to be held accountable for his gain of function research connections that you discussed a few weeks ago? It doesn't seem like that's going to go anywhere. Probably not in this life. No. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Great answer. Well said. Uh, all right. Steve, we'll be, lis- be listening for you at 11 Central, uh, 12 Eastern. Also, uh, how do people get their hands on the book? Just go to Amazon. You can download the chapter right now. Fauci and Booster is, and you can get Fauci and Bargain there still as well if you would like. But Fauci and Booster right now, it's two bucks. That's it. That's our cost to print that up and put it out. We're going to make like awesome. 30 cents or something for copy. That's it. I mean, seriously, it's such a great book. It's a required reading for my kids who we homeschool. It is so well done. I want them to understand the ins and outs of this entire uh, calamity. And your book is the source for that, Steve. Great job with it, guys. Great information, really as always. It. Thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate it. All right. Take care, guys. God All bless. Right, you too. Uh, wow. <sighs> that kind of sums it up, doesn't it? Sure does. Yep, that's uh, that puts a fine point on it. That's where we're at in America. Good times, good times. Didn't even get to the Wuhan lab stuff. I I wanted to talk to him about that, but maybe next time. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I mean that's that. just chilling. It's just <laughs> chilling to talk to him. And when you listen to a show and hear stats like that yeah. and the information, uh, it's uh, it's it's frightening. And I'm so sorry for all of the people listening whose employers are giving them I know. no choice. Right. What are you going to do? Are you going to support your family? Uh, or are you going to maintain your resolve not to have something put into your body you just don't want put in there? Because I don't know what chemicals you're using. I don't know what it's going to do to my body. Are you going to rewrite my immune system like some of the virologists are saying? And this isn't, he's absolutely right about this, and people think you're being, you're, you're splitting hairs. This isn't a vaccine. Mm-hmm. The Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines are not vaccines. Johnson & Johnson is. The other two are not. Uh, so, I guess you got to make up your own mind. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow, halfway through the week already. Right.